This is Kathy. And this is Charity. And you are listening to Macchiato Moms at midnight. <laughs> at midnight. <laughs> so, Charity, how has your day been? Oh, it's been fine. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of anything exciting that happened. We Besides were at the church me, all morning. Yeah. Besides seeing me yeah. at lunchtime and going to coffee. Yeah. Well, no, that was really day. good. I forgot how good Open Lane's coffee was. Oh, it's really good. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I love that place. I just wish it wasn't all the way across town. Yeah. I'm closed on weekends. <laughs> uh, no, I'm trying to think of anything that happened. Something interesting. Oh, I found out that Luca doesn't think the Easter Bunny's real. We were just talking to her about egg hunts, and she goes, I know that Dad hides the eggs. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, oh, okay. And Cody goes, well, I don't do the baskets. And she goes, no, Mom does. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, huh, okay. Well, it's funny, because it's really, like, little, little kids that that is for. Because, like, well, at least never, we never really said anything about the Easter Bunny. I just... She found the Easter basket the day before Easter last year, so I just gave it to her. <laughs> but uh, this year, I mean, she knew she knew already already knew, but Johnny, uh, she was trying she was trying to like pretend the Easter Bunny was right. real for him, and so he he started like tell, telling stories about the Easter Bunny comes in here and he hops 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 all around, and Ian always acts like any of like the Tooth Fairy or the Easter Easter Bunny if they come they really annoy him he's like oh yeah they just keep me up all night and so ian's like and then dad or johnny's like and then dad just punches him in the face like oh my god and he's like and then he starts going no the easter bunny's nice oh yeah no that's luca i was like i was like so have you have you told delilah that and she's and that's we had to talk like don't spoil don't spoil it for delilah so i don't know like i'm wondering when christmas comes is this going to be another uh-huh. conversation we have? Yep. And we, we never really, like... It's mostly my dad who, with the Easter Bunny especially, mm-hmm. who talks about the Easter Bunny. And, like, Cody will... I you play know. along because yeah, the de- he's already saying yeah. it, so you we'll, kind of we'll have to. say things, but we never... Like, we've never used those as, like, oh, the Easter Bunny's coming, or oh, yeah. Santa's coming, yeah. so you better do this. Yeah. It's just more, like, fun for us yeah. to get to do that. Uh, yeah. But I'm, like, actually worried that... Christmas is gonna come and Luca's gonna be like, I know you guys. <laughs> I know you're Santa. Yeah, Elise did that this year, but Johnny is still into it. But yeah, I I don't know. Luca's pretty excited about Santa and stuff, so uh, it'll be interesting to see what she does there. It's <laughs> throwing me off, and I like I still I was like I don't even know what to say to her. Yeah, <laughs> when she said it, we were both like we were both like stuttering. And you're like uh. Yep, you're right. <laughs> Just some fun, weird thing that we do for some reason. <laughs> oh. It's tradition. Yeah. That's what I mean. I guess that can bring up conversations of what traditions are. Yeah. And how what? Americans have lots of weird traditions. That you just have to spend a bunch of money on. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Actually, I thought I went really overkill on the Easter baskets, and then I put them together. I was like, oh, I didn't do too bad. Okay. I was pretty proud of myself. Mine was the complete opposite. I was like, I feel like I spent a lot, but probably not a lot since we have three kids. And then when I put everything out on the table, I was like, why did I buy this crap? (laughs) I don't want this in my house. (laughs) Yeah. Trying to minimalize here. And it was was just, I don't even know what it was. There's just a ton of stuff. Yeah. And I I was like, what? Why? 
And they wanted these new bags, and so I got them these backpacks. And I was like, we have a back, like a <laughs> luggage full of backpacks for them. And today, as I'm cleaning, I'm texting Cody, and I'm like, why do we have so much crap? And he goes, um, should I remind you of Easter? Easter. And you're like, you know what? Uh, how dare you? Don't even. It's your fault. Just take the blame for me right now. Yeah, I actually, I didn't do too bad. I was, uh, I was happy with myself. I just thought I did worse than I did. But yeah, I was very methodical of not getting too much candy and stuff. So, I mean, they still, we still have candy and it's been several days. So we, we have an entire bucket day. I honestly think forgot about it. Yeah. Because I have had it hidden from everyone. Because when we came home, I put it all together. And Cody was like, you have to hide this for me. Because he ate an entire bag of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Oh my gosh. And then got sick. So he was he's every like, time. please. Yes, every, time. every holiday <laughs> with the Reese's Pieces for him. <laughs> and I hid it. And no one has asked for any candy. Yeah. I've like, actually, I actually for it. hid it. Up. I, just have, I just put it in the top shelf of our pantry. So it's not really hidden. But I have theirs in two separate bags. And Ian goes in there gets the candy out more than I do or they even asked for it they didn't ask for it today and I was like well I kind of want some airfare candy so <laughs> who wants candy <laughs> and then I didn't even eat any of it because Ian ate all the good stuff already <laughs> that's kind of what Cody does with the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups just goes through all of it yeah that's the good one well yeah. they and they get like their special ones they have they mm-hmm. get the little lint Lindorf, Lindorf, whatever they are. Yeah. They get those every year because they have the bags of like the eggs, the yeah. egg ones. Mm-hmm. So they get those and I've been really struggling not eating oh, those ones. those are the best. Um, yeah, Luca, she Our wanted, she asked so for her good. special candy and when I brought one of those, I got one of the eggs out of the bag and gave it to her. That was Easter night. And she was like, no, that's not the special one. And I was like, excuse me? This is the special one. I said, you're going to take a bite of this and you're going <laughs> to tell me how it tastes. Special. And I know she was totally humoring me because when she took a bite, she goes, mmm, special. And I have the Reese's. There's <laughs> like, like Reese's versus Lind- Lindor or whatever. Definitely her dad's Jeez. daughter. Rude. Well, we've been a little bit, we've been on a break, I guess, for a couple of weeks. It's just been crazy. It is. Spring break, man. Yeah. Turn my schedule off. Yeah, and now we've started playing Dungeons and Dragons also, so that's like another O in into our schedule. And that's gonna make it harder to record. But right now we're recording at ten o'clock at night on a Tuesday night, so that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be up at five, but you only you only live once. YOLO. YOLO. <laughs> but do we only live once? <laughs> well, we live eternally, but we won't be tired. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we're trying to, we decided that we're going to discuss the Holy Spirit for the next several podcasts. We don't, I'm saying several because literally there is so much that we can address with the Holy Spirit, but, um, we're going to just see where it goes. (laughs) Yes. And then we're, so we're going to do the Holy Spirit first and then break into the fruits of the Spirit. Yes. But we thought it would be a good idea to probably go over the Holy Holy Spirit Spirit. before his fruits. Before his fruits. Yeah. Kind of focus on the whole, cause I, I, I mean. The farmer, not the grain. I've been a Christian since I was like eight. So over 20 years and I didn't really understand what the Holy Spirit did over 20 for me. years. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I didn't really understand what the Holy Spirit did as a Christian for me until like a couple years ago. <laughs> so, which is crazy. Right. Yeah. 
So I we just decided that would be something that's good to go over and it is weird how few people know about it. I yeah. mean, we I think was it at Mom's Connection? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I haven't been a Christian it that started, long. started. Well, it but... started with Redeemers like compass class and stuff okay. like that. And I mean, I heard things off and on throughout, but yeah. it never really sunk into applied to me yeah. in my life yeah. until I had other moms talking about it and telling me about it and how it applied to their life. Yeah. So that's my husband yelling Yelling at the dog. dog. (laughs) I heard him say, get in bed. Get in bed. (laughs) He's talking to our kids. (laughs) My kids. No. Yeah, right. There would be loud uh, protests. (laughs) Mommy! (laughs) But, um, that's funny. Yeah. So we're going to go over the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament tonight. Or I guess it's not nighttime necessarily for you guys, but it is for us. It's always midnight when listening to Macchiato Moms at yes. midnight. It's but, a midnight somewhere. <laughs> yeah, midnight somewhere. But uh, we're going to go over what the Holy Spirit did in the Old Testament um, to kind of get like a... I don't know, like a personality on him and just like kind of how God, how he's been here since forever. So, yeah. So first we want to start with, um, the word that they use in the old Testament for the Holy Spirit. Charity, you want to talk about that? I'll try to. (laughs) So so it's Ruach. 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 Um, it um when they're talking in Hebrew there's only one word and it's this word that I honestly don't know if I'm saying correctly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and it describes this invisible power. And just throughout just all of the Old Testament, anytime that they are talking about this type of power that you can't see um, they use this one meaning, and so they use it when they talk about um, breathing. Um, it's the invisible life energy, they say, that you breathe in and out. So when you take a deep breath, and then you breathe that out, that feeling that you're breathing in and out is ruach, and mm-hmm. that's you breathing in like mm-hmm. this life that God has given you. And then uh, the wind, and this one I just found so interesting. Mm -hmm. They use it to describe the wind also. And uh, just how that invisible presence of the wind, I mean, you get to see that when like trees are blowing or bushes are blowing. Um, They use that to describe God's spirit as well. And that like is describing his presence with us. Mm -hmm. And then just his spirit obviously when they are specifically speaking about God's spirit they use the term ruach mm-hmm. and that they're talking about just the life giving energy that God has and um, has used in creating the world and then sustaining us through it mm-hmm. so anytime like they say the breath of God or like when they're talking about a great wind that's coming from God that's ruach Ruach, yeah, and I mean, they talk in, just when they're saying that uh, Adam and Eve were walking through the um, garden, mm-hmm. and they said that they were in the presence of God, and but you, you don't hear him yet, you just feel him, and in that, um, the study that I was reading said that it was like the wind blowing, like they knew that they were in the presence of God, because they could feel it, they could yeah. feel the Ruach, yeah. Um, yeah. 
I feel really weird speaking normally and then saying ruach. <laughs> ruach. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We got our Hebrew down <laughs> on lock. <laughs> I really sound so cheesy whenever I try to say like slang terms from today. <laughs> we got this on lock. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, so. I, yeah. Not even. So that kind of gives. We're going to go over some verses here where the Holy, where the Spirit was present throughout the Old Testament. Um, or that talks about the Spirit throughout the Old Testament. And that will kind of give some interpretation, I guess, of those verses. Because sometimes it says the wind, sometimes it says the breath, and sometimes it says the Spirit. Mm-hmm. So, it all is the same word in Hebrew. Got it? <laughs> so, uh, for the first time you see the spirit you see him right away mm-hmm. in uh genesis 2 because he started our genesis genesis 1 2 verse 2 um because he's participated in the creation of the world you want to read that verse yeah uh genesis 1 2 now the earth was formless and empty the darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of god was hovering over the waters i love that image <laughs> By the way, just picturing just like him over the whole earth. Yeah. Just like covering there. That's what. Being like, hmm, what am I going to do here? Yeah. And it. I think that I have the note in my Bible that said he always was. Like that Mm -hmm. is so crazy to me. Just to think that. Like he always was. Yeah. I just. (sighs) Yeah. Today when I was at the church office, I got into a conversation about that um, with one of our pastors and just how. Like we have no idea really what God did before yeah, we were what here. Did you do before was there another us? Yeah. Was or do you have like another us? And like you're gonna be visiting both when you come back. <laughs> like, <ugh. laughs> do you have another family, God? <laughs> yeah, it's um, hard to it's hard to imagine. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, our finite minds just we just can't yeah. comprehend it. Moving on from that. We could stay there for a while. Job twenty six thirteen. It also talks about God and the creation, and I really like the way um, it describes it. For in the ESV version, it says, um, "By his wind, the heavens were made fair; his hand pierced the fleeing serpent." So, um, by his wind, the heavens were made beautiful, is what it's saying. Mm. Um, I saw another one that says, another translation that actually says, the breath of God made the heavens beautiful. So, it's, uh, so, wind, beautiful, or wind, breath, and spirit are all interchangeable here, because it's all the same word. Yeah, they're really said. Yeah. Yeah, and that's just, cr- it. like, yeah, they should be, because, like, he's breathing, oh, that's such a awesome image yeah he's like breathing beauty mm-hmm. into he's just like poof and all of a sudden there's stars yeah <laughs> oh, yeah he just spoke is what i'm thinking and like it's just his spirit his energy being there formed this it's awesome so that's the first little glimpse of the spirit that you see in the old testament and then the next one the next times um not i mean there's a ton of times. But yeah. another way that we see him is he's getting um, life <laughs> to us. <laughs> so Genesis 2, 7. Go back to which I, yeah, I don't have that. 
Hopefully you guys know where we're going with this one. <laughs> yeah. If not, go uh, go read Genesis. Yeah. So I know that obviously we are going to be breathing life. Here we go. Into Adam. So 2-7, then the Lord formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a, lev- a living being. Breath of life. Yeah, he mm. breathed. He, like, breathed into us, and all of a sudden we were breathing. Yeah. That's awesome. <clears throat> yeah, it is. And I, this is another thing we talked about. It's crazy to think. Like, when you think of Adam, like, first created... What age do you think he was? A young man. Like in his 20s. Twenty, like, like, yeah. yeah, see, Early I, like, 20s or... I was like late, like 20s to like 35. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he was 33. Yeah. When Jesus died. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Oh, that's so fun to think about, though. It is. I, uh, I just think, you know, when we are praying for people to be healed, mm-hmm. you know, of things, and... It's so easy to doubt that anything's going to happen. You know, mm. like you pray and you go, okay, well, I did it. But, I mean, I'm sure I, I doubt anything's going to happen. But, I mean, he literally just breathed into a pile of clay. Of, yeah, a pile and, of dirt. Yes, and there was life. Yeah. So, he literally can do anything. Yeah. When it comes to our bodies. Yeah. In an instant, he created a complex human body. Just from his power. <laughs> it's just insane. Yeah. So, I mean, especially like if you I have... mean, what have you made with dirt, guys? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Mine is nothing. I've made mud pies. pies. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I made some awesome mud pies as a kid, okay? <laughs> but that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that... So, it's... It, they say the same word, which is ruach is interchangeable for breath here with spirit also. Yep. So he's breathing his spirit and giving us life in that. Yep. That just animating spirit. Mm-hmm. So and then Psalm 104, 29 through 30. Um, when, you hide, when you hide your face, they are dismayed. And when you take away their breath, they die and return to the dust. When you send forth your spirit, they are created. And you renew the face of the ground. Mm. So he's just showing that, I mean, he can take away life, but he also can give Give life just Mm. all of his spirit. Um, Or taking away his spirit, you know? Yeah, every every breath depends on God to give it to us. And it just, just, to me, that just shows so much of God's, like, character, because how easy would it for him, be for him to just take away, like just hide himself from us, the whole world, and we would perish in an instant. Yeah. Because without him here, we, our world can't function. No, we, <laughs> like we clearly, clearly are not functioning. The systems cannot function. Yeah. So, yeah, the more and more we push him away, the more and more the world is going downhill. <laughs> yeah. Um... Oh, I forgot to say also the Ruach. It, when they talk about our mind, they're also talking about the Ruach as the Ruach as well. Oh, okay. like, like it's our, like our conscience. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Um, the spirit strives and patiently waits on sinners also. So this is another thing that he does, the spirit does in the Bible. And that's Genesis 6, 3. Um, so this is where God 
really shows, it kind of backs up that Psalm 104 verse that I said. He really shows how we need his spirit in order to continue life at all. Um, and it says, the Lord said, my spirit shall not abide in man forever, for he is flesh and his days shall be 120 years. Yeah. So he's saying, I ain't going to wait on you guys forever. <laughs> like from birth to 120 years, that's a pretty long time. Yeah. And he's like, okay, that's it. Um, so he's giving us a time limit there on how long we live. But, and that um, kind of also speaks into the just um, the Ruach and God's spirit being part of like our conscience and our mind. Also, he's mm-hmm. giving, he, he's not going to contend with us forever. So he's giving us something to hold on to. And he was giving them in the Old Testament, like he would put it on these people to make sure that they were empowered and doing like correct things. And that keeping life. their mind and yeah. their like conscience in check mm-hmm. through that. Yeah, it's just amazing how um, though that he's like literally saying that your every breath is from me. Yeah. And so you have, I mean, the longest you have to live is 120 years. Use it we wisely. Actually, <laughs> yeah, we looked it up too and the oldest recorded and verified man was 116. Yeah. So, I mean, since they've started recording those things, yeah, obviously. But it was a Japanese man from, like, the 1800s, 116 years. So that is... I don't want to live that long. No. <laughs> no, I don't either. <laughs> I mean, what kind of quality of life do you have at that age? Maybe, sure. he, maybe he was pretty healthy. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, Japanese probably. Yeah. All that sushi. Yeah. It's got to be pretty spry, right? Yum. <laughs> I know, now I'm hungry. <laughs> so, um, the Spirit came upon, also, so the next category is the Spirit came upon certain judges, warriors, and prophets, and um, leaders of Israel, or God's people, to fulfill His will. So, um, the first time that we see the Spirit come actually come upon someone, which this is so late in the Bible that I was like, not... I mean, it's not late. It's in Genesis. But it's like late in the scheme of all that happens beforehand. That I was like, wow, really? We had to double check and like make sure that that was really the first time. But it was. It was on Joseph um, for Genesis 41, 38. Pharaoh said to his servants, can we find a man like this in whom is the spirit of God? And he's talking about Joseph. They are talking about Joseph um, because... He was telling uh, the pharaoh about his dreams. Yeah, yeah, he was elevated to a position of mm-hmm. power because they he had the spirit of God in him. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's the very first time that the spirit comes upon someone, and God used Joseph to. Sorry, <laughs> my son just woke up. I can tell, but God used Joseph to um save Israel essentially or save the people that would become Israel, Israel yeah. because they would have starved to death if Joseph hadn't been mm. in that position of power mm-hmm. to give them food. Mm-hmm. So um God was I, I just love how you see like the whole come about of that story and how God's like, I got this. Yeah, when it yeah, <laughs> it is the ending he says what you intended for evil, God intended for good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that just shows yeah. that even when bad things happen to you, God can use it to fulfill his will still. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's never his will for bad things to happen to you, but he can use it for that if you allow him to. Yeah. Okay, we have a quick intermission. <laughs> we had a we have Screaming we now have a child. new a new buddy. Johnny's joining us, and we are now recording in the dark with flashlights. <laughs> this is Machiano Moms, after all. So. Machiano Moms at midnight you gotta in the do dark. What you gotta do. Yes. Talk about Jesus. Um, yes. So the Holy Spirit empowered individuals for specific tasks. Mm-hmm. And we just talked about Joseph being empowered to understand and interpret dreams. Yep. And he, then he also um, filled Joshua. Mm-hmm. So this was another thing that shocked us. Moses was never actually like filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So that was weird. <laughs> I mean, God obviously used Moses to fulfill powerful things, but he, like, I guess maybe did the Holy Spirit inhabit his staff? Because well, it was always his know. staff it, that did things, right? Yeah, I don't know. And that's what they say, like, when we're, when, you guys probably know, sorry, but he, it never came into him because he was always just face-to-face with, with God. God. Yeah. That's he had crazy. God's, like, actual, literal presence. Presence, yeah. And instead of being filled with him. I almost, I mean, I feel like I would want that, but I, I still want know. both. Yeah. I want both. Like, I, I want, want to see God face and to face. Also feel- <laughs> and then I also yeah. want, that's one thing. Yeah. Luca, that's her, that's, this has been her thing forever. She wants to know what Jesus looks like. And she doesn't believe any of the, like, depictions that are out there. She's like, no, that's mm-hmm. not him. Yeah. What does he look what like? What does he look like? And yeah. she's like, and I want, I want to see him. And that's mm-hmm. one of her prayers. And mm-hmm. every once in a while she won't pray it, but then it always comes back. She's like, God, show me what you look like. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of how I am. Like, even the movies, like, of, with Jesus, you know, in it, I'm like, no, that's not Jesus. Yeah. Well, that's a man playing yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And it's just weird. It's like, I just know that is not Jesus. Yeah. And, you know, like, you read a book and you think of a character, character. and what they look mm-hmm. like and then you watch the movie and, stuff, and then you start seeing that character yeah. in the book from the movie and you know sometimes sometimes you're like whoa that's way off that yeah. is not that character <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part you i i tend to picture that character from the movie mm-hmm. than in the book but with the with jesus no yeah like, i no. don't no. i mean you, no one can portray no no one can do it no. so yeah, Joshua in uh, Numbers twenty seven eighteen, the Spirit inhabited um, him. But the word, the wording of this is kind of. It says, "So the Lord said to Moses, Take Joshua the son of Nun, a man in whom is, in in whom is the Spirit, and lay your hand on him." So God had already entered into Joshua at that and point. And Moses was just anointing him, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. 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 So it was like he was, I think. God was using Moses to show the people of Israel. Yeah. Like, he, this is legit. This guy's legit. Yeah. Go with what he says. <laughs> you little rebellious jerks. Yes. <laughs> Gosh. He had to do, God had to jump through so many hoops for these people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's so silly because I like reading it and I hate reading it because I get mad at them and then I'm like, I am them. I do this. <laughs> I do this. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
I'm I'm bad. I tend to just get mad at them and be like, I would not do that. Yeah. But I know I would. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah, it says that Moses. It was important for Moses to do it. Um, it was a it was Moses displaying confidence in Joshua mm-hmm. because Moses was the face to face with God. They would trust Moses to be like he is, the yeah. one. Yeah. He is the one. Yeah. This is the droid you are looking for. The next one. Yeah. So then the next, not the next. But that's so funny. <laughs> I just, I said something stupid, and I hope that it's not. <laughs> well, you get to edit it out. So, um, so I don't know if this is actually the next one, but the like some of the iconic ones. I I think this might be the next. Saul mm-hmm. is um. No, he's not the next. But Samuel, well, I think. Are you are you talking just about, about leaders? Just about leaders. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So some of the next iconic leaders were Saul and David, obviously, um, who the Spirit filled. And first, Saul um, was filled with the Spirit in Samuel ten nine through ten. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, as Saul turned to leave Samuel, God changed Saul's heart, and all these signs were fulfilled that day. When he and his servants arrived at Gibeah, a, pro- a procession of prophets met him. The Spirit of God came powerfully upon him, and he joined in their prophesying. Yep. So, uh, I think it's cool that it says he's changed Saul's heart. Because mm-hmm. that's what the Spirit does now. So that kind of gives you a first glimpse of what the Spirit does for people. Yeah. When he is inhabiting them yeah changes their conscience and their will and then um unfortunately Saul becomes a bit of a jerk (laughs) (laughs) and uh loses God's spirit um and that is in 1 Samuel 16 14 14. yeah now the spirit of the Lord had departed from Saul and an evil spirit from the Lord tormented him I, oh, that one I had to look up on Blue blue Letter, letter Bible because I was like, nothing evil can come from God. Yeah. And so I just think that is just a failure in trans, the translations of the Bible because it's not, the, the, uh, spirit, the evil spirit did not come from God, but God allowed an evil spirit yeah, to Yeah, and that's, that's what I was just reading. I was like, um, no, because a house divided can't stand, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So yeah, it said they said yeah. In mine it says perhaps Paul, Saul, Paul perhaps Saul just hey. became <laughs> depressed, or yes. when the Holy Spirit left Saul, God was like, "I'm done with you." So an evil spirit was like, "My turn." Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And God, I mean, God departed from him. Yeah. And so he was vulnerable to that. And yeah, Saul did uh, struggle with anxiety and depression, both, <laughs> and hearing voices. <clears throat> So then, I mean, actually before that happened, the spirit had already inhabited David. Um, and that's in 1 Samuel sixteen twelve through 13. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy and had beautiful eyes and was handsome. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of the brother of his brothers, and the spirit of of the Lord rushed upon David from that day forward. Um, and Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. 
I didn't know that it said in here that he was handsome. But what's so weird about that is when I was little and I would hear the story of David, I always thought Pictured that he was handsome. like a handsome man. Yeah. I And I this is the first time that I've seen it say handsome. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. He was ruddy. That means he had reddish hair. Weird. Yeah. W- such I'm, a weird thing to okay. like, like auburn, I'm kind of like a deep okay. brownish red. Okay. See, that's, yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's what ruddy means. <laughs> That's just a word uh, definition for you guys <laughs> right there. Bonus feature. Yes. Um, so those were like the key leaders of the Bible that the Spirit inhabited um, in the Old Testament. Yeah. I mean, in the book of Judges. Yeah. Uh, the whole purpose of the Judges was to, <clears throat> um, when Israel was after, uh, it wasn't after David, no. But Israel went through a time of, not listening to God mm-hmm. and turning away from him. And so they would do that and then God would punish them by allowing them to be captured by other nations. nations. And then he would send, when they turned back to God and said, whoa, we made a mistake, God, sorry, please save us. <laughs> he would send a judge. Whoa, 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 this isn't what we wanted. <laughs> no, no, sorry, God. We said we didn't want you, but we were just kidding. Yeah. Um, so he would send a judge to deliver them. So Judges two sixteen, then the Lord raised up judges who saved them out of the hand of those who plundered them. And I feel like the biggest thing reading Judges is just seeing the continual cycle that Israel went over, over and over again. Having They had um, a total of 12 judges uh, have to deliver them from their punishments. Punishments. <laughs> consequences I guess I should say yeah. and um, the first one was Othniel and he was uh, the main how we know the spirit inhabited each of them is because it literally says it Yeah. in Judges every time there was a new judge but here's for Othniel when it happened in Judges 3, 7 I think 3, 3, 10, 3, 10 yeah. the spirit of the Lord was upon him and he judged Israel and he went out to war and the Lord gave the king of Mesopotamia into his hand. I skipped the name because I'm not reading that. And his hand prevailed over the king of Mesopotamia. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Each of the judges the Lord inhabited, the spirit inhabited them to help uh, deliver Israel. So, and then the next ones is prophets. The yes. spirit played a big role in the long span of Old Testament prophecy some of the iconic ones well david talks about how the lord spoke to him or spoke through Through him him. and all the words and a lot of the words that were through david and one time he even was talking about um what an iconic or righteous leader is which actually is a prophecy of jesus Jesus, yeah samuel so second samuel 23 two through four mm-hmm. so the spirit of the lord spoke through me his word was on my tongue the god of israel spoke the rock of israel said to me when one rules over people in righteousness when he rules in the fear of god he is like the light of the morning at sunrise on a cloudless morning like the brightness after rain that brings grass from the earth just the just the heater, heater kicking on. i was like what is he want right now what bring the bible <laughs> Yeah, so uh, David is just prophesying about, like Evie said, a just and righteous ruler. And he was talking about 
Jesus. But she may not have necessarily died at that time, but, I mean, does that not fit Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> it does. Um, and then another prophet, prophet that um, the Spirit inhabited was Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. And um, Ezekiel 2.2, he talks about that. As he spoke, the Spirit came into me and raised me to my feet, and I heard him speaking to me. Well, I like it because this verse... Because it says, I have it as, and he's, and as he spoke to me, so he's talking about somebody who's talking to mm-hmm. him. The spirit entered into me and set me on my feet, and I heard him speaking to me. I love that. I, and set me, me on, on my, my feet. feet. Because he urged him to stand up and, like, stand up for what God was saying. Mm. Um, and That's Important. Yeah. And I just feel like the spirit can do that now. I mean, that's another little characterization of what the spirit will do he did in the old testament and what he does now and um he will definitely if you are talking to someone he can urge you to say things and even if you feel like someone's going over like what god would like disrespecting god or something he would he the spirit will urge you to say something Mm -hmm. um i gotta make a note in here that it was important yeah that's so cool too that i mean that it clearly he urged him to his feet so he stood Mm -hmm. up to listen it just like shows what a obedient heart ezekiel had Mm -hmm. open yeah to just push i mean literally physically pushing him yeah (laughs) um and then another one is is a prophet this is the prophecy of from ezekiel that god gives to uh, Israel thirty six twenty seven, and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules um, so this is Ezekiel prophesying what the Holy Spirit is going to be used for in the future um, the spirit will be within us and it, I think He's talking to everybody here. He's not just talking to like one person when he's saying you. He's saying that in a plural Plural, way. yeah. Um, and that it will cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules. So he's saying that the spirit, the spirit is what causes us to walk in those. Not us saying, well, now I believe in God and I, or I believe in Jesus, so I'm going to do it. It's the spirit literally will cause us to do it. Um, urge us to yeah. do it kind of like when it urged Ezekiel to stand on our, his feet it'll just be a thing that we feel compelled to do and yeah. I, I don't know if you've experienced that but I mean I have for sure when I you know am around something that mm. I shouldn't be oh, I yeah. feel like urged to not yeah I well yeah I told it. you that in California I mean I I don't usually get it's I can feel that, but there's been times where it's been, like, a very loud in my head, like, no. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, really powerful. Mm-hmm. I love that just before that, too, in Ezekiel thirty six twenty six, he talks about putting, I'll give you a new Uh-oh. spirit. And it, I just did something. Uh, <laughs> he says that he'll put a new spirit in you. And I just love that, like, he's, he's like, it's no longer us. It's a new, it's him, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's new, and we're mm-hmm. made new in him. I it's not. That. It's foreign. Yeah, is how I look at it. It's like 
it's different than what our mm. spirit is. Because we, our spirit's still there, but he puts a different yeah, one. Yeah, a new spirit. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, a new one. And it's his. Yeah. And his Not spirit ours. will be put in us. Um, so that kind of is leading up to then what we're going to go over in the New te- in the New Testament. Because um, God's you spirit. You tore the veil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very exciting. The spirit was crucial in helping God's people um, understand that there was a Messiah coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's part of the prophecy thing is Isaiah was mm-hmm. one of the prophets and he was key and, um, prophesying about the Messiah. And then Jesus goes on later to even say, yeah, you know, this prophecy that you've been studying for hundreds of years is I, I meant yeah. th- that day is now. <laughs> so, um, Isaiah 11, one through five, um, there shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, and his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see, or decide disputes by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor, and decide with equity for the meek of the earth and he shall Johnny <laughs> he's messing up my notes <laughs> and he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked righteousness shall be the belt of his waist and faithfulness the belt of his loins so that's describing Jesus mm-hmm. but it's also saying the spirit inhabited Jesus so that's kind of a sneak peek. Jesus, you know, he's supposed to be like our um, model, mm. our repre- representative. We look to him as how we should be as a Christian. Well, he had the spirit inside mm. of him, which is just like mind-boggling because he's God as a man come, but then he has God's spirit mm. inside of him. That's just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... Um, I love that, just like that interpretation of that too, that like... We, like, we always want to judge people, and we don't want the judgment, and mm-hmm. we try to take that from God, but, like, when Christ comes, he's, like, he is the only one who can and will judge fairly. Yeah. Well, he can only, he's the only one who can judge fairly, because he's been through it. Because <laughs> I feel like if there was never a man, if God never came down as a man, mm-hmm. it'd be easy to be like, well, God, you don't know. You're yeah. an all-powerful being, yeah. and you don't want know what it's like. But he does, because mm-hmm. he experienced everything that we have. Yeah. No, but yeah, that, so that is Isaiah prophesying, but yeah, that's... There's a lot in that going. verse. Yeah, I, I know, I, I'm reading on down just, like, past the rest of yeah, it. It's it like continues. It's like bone-chilling, the rest yeah. of it. Oof. Yeah. The wolf will live with the lamb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I could go, we could talk about that whole <laughs> chapter 11 for a really long time. <laughs> But then another, the rest of the prophecy, um, not the rest, but another portion of it. (laughs) (laughs) Isaiah 61, 1 and 2. um, This is the Messiah's jubilee is what my Bible calls it. It's kind of like like what his proclamation is. And um, so this is Isaiah saying it, but he is saying it from the viewpoint of the Messiah. With the spirit 
is in this Isaiah yeah. and saying this. So that's it was confusing at first when I read it. I was like, is this Isaiah? Yeah, we had to talk through this, this for a while. <laughs> yeah. But it's actually the spirit is speaking mm-hmm. through Isaiah. So he's talking about the Messiah. Or the Messiah he's talking about it from the Messiah's like viewpoint, I guess you would call it. Uh, you want to read that one? Yeah. So uh, Isaiah 61, 1 through 2. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from the darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God. So like that first part of one, I don't know how they do that, like A, B, yeah, like say a. That's the first part. The spirit 1A. of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim the good news. So that is Isaiah saying he has the spirit and what he's about to say next is what the spirit is saying. Yeah. Yeah. And then he has sent me to broke to bind up the broken mm-hmm. hearted. So that's the Messiah's view of what is yeah. to come. And if you read that whole chapter 61 from the viewpoint of the Messiah, mm-hmm. uh, it is so good. Because, like, mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus does do all those things. And it's kind of like a promise of all the things that Jesus does. And um, so it's really faith-building if you read mm-hmm. it. And just touching to read, really. And so how do we know that Jesus fulfilled this? He literally says it that he did. Yeah. Um, Luke 4, yeah. 17 through 21. Um, Jesus declares in front of in the synagogue, he said he declares it. So he says in or is Luke four seventeen 18. through twenty one. Oh seventeen. That's what the I scroll have. of the prophet. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's in when he gets scroll the scroll. Of the prophet yeah. Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written, "The spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering." of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him, and he began to say to them, Today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. Mm. Boom. Kind of redundant, but because he was literally reading Isaiah yeah. 61, 1 and 2. Um and saying that this is this is happening right now. Yeah. So perk ears, people. <laughs> and now we're just waiting for the Yeah. Year of wrath. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be next. So that's where we're gonna end it tonight. Um, because we're gonna start talking about then what happened when Jesus came and what happened with the Holy Spirit from there, like after Jesus died and all that so um hopefully you know a little bit about that but we'll be filling you in on more (laughs) i'm excited to get to that part the new testament is my favorite yeah yes yes (laughs) as a christian it tends to be and it's just so much more uplifting and jesus uh, well when you love jesus it's well i feel like i kind of understand like in the old testament like if i was then and then now i would be like i'd be jealous i'd be like why do you get the spirit yeah. Why, Why do I, I just spirit? get to listen to you talk yeah. about it? 
Yeah, why, Samson, why are you so strong? Yeah. Maybe that was Delilah's problem all along. She's like, I want the spirit. Yeah. Tell me how I get She's the spirit. She's just My hair's long. Yeah. <laughs> Poor what Delilah. You so I feel like she was coerced. She was definitely with money. That's true. <laughs> they paid her lots of money, <laughs> and she took it. <laughs> but uh, I just feel like knowing what you know, after Jesus came Mm -hmm. and what, you know, what the first believers had with the spirit, which we can also convey to me, we have it Mm -hmm. because that it, that's how it works. Uh, it just, is going to be so empowering. So Mm -hmm. I hope you guys listened and learned a lot. And yeah, these next few ones are going to be like live, uh, Bible studies pretty much because we're really going into the scripture to dive in and see what it says about the spirit and um, if you guys have any comments or questions feel free to email or comment on our posts um, our email is macchiatomoms at gmail.com and you can find us on Facebook at macchiatomoms at midnight and on Instagram at Macchiato Moms. <laughs> Instagram doesn't like at midnight. Yeah. We can't do at Macchiato Moms at midnight. It doesn't work. And then if we just did at AT and midnight, it's too long. Yeah. So just Macchiato Moms. And I think that's it. That's all. We're on iTunes now. So if you like us and or you want to leave a review, feel free to do so. And uh, give us a rating. And then more people will hear about us on there. Uh, but other than that, Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Bye.